Recording. Recording. Three, two, one. I love how there's still a little bit of delay in the FaceTime, though. So no, it's always not. like, it didn't work. For me, there's a delay. No, there's not. Like, when you clap, it's like a few seconds later, there's, there's a clap. Now I'm in your I'm house. Just, I'm just saying. That's right. You are in my house right now. Are you hey, everybody, all you this? stupid, beautiful babies in your little sinks taking a bath because you're still small enough to fit in the sink. And I uh, got a little curly Q hair growing out of your forehead. That unibrow's starting to come in, and your parents are realizing, man. I just imagined our entire audience looks like uh, Jack from The Incredibles, the little baby with that little curl. That Jack, Jack attack? Head. Yep, Jack, Jack attack. Jack attack attack. Welcome Jack back to Split Screen attack. Gaming Podcast, uh, the occasionally weekly podcast where two lifelong friends, and maybe there's a third one sometimes, but we've often forgotten about him or her or them. Left them in the closet or something like that, and we just don't want to In the closet. It's R. Kelly this week. He peed on me. I smell weird. <laughs> Good thing we're doing this remotely. Yep, because um, I don't want to smell that. And uh, we are going to talk about some shit today and do some stuff and some stories and some questions. We got, our, we got our usual what we're playing. We're going to follow up with some VR discussions. And then we got some subscriber interrogatives that are absolutely from subscribers. And I'm eating a bowl of blueberry oatmeal. So I have some watermelon next to me. I might eat that. But that might be gross to listen to. So yeah, it was gross. Do See, when I was like, hey, I have my bowl of oatmeal here. And I was eating it. And then you started eating your watermelon. And in my head, I was like, oh, God, what did I just start? Because you sound so gross eating that watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I'm not gonna eat it on the podcast. That's I will a be good respectful boy. to our our Jack That's Attack a audience. Because if you piss off Jack Attack, he'll come and get you. I don't know if you saw that short Jack Attack. Like Are we you still on that? You probably have. Seen why it. did that come up we, again? I've already forgotten. Because you oh, mentioned the babies our audiences are babies, and I said I just pictured everyone. Speaking of babies attack. and watermelon, do you know that photographer who takes pictures of babies and fruit? No, like she but like I don't carves doubt out, that's a thing. She like carves out a watermelon and takes pictures of naked babies. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where that idea came from. Hi, man. People post the weirdest stuff on the internet. All right. So this week, Holden, what the fuck did you play? You know, not much. I played some more Mario Rabbids. Oh, me and too. And I continued on my trend of of playing my backlog. I played a little bit of Anisha. Oh, you did. Yeah, I'm taking this backlog thing seriously. For those of you who have not been paying attention, I've decided that outside of Metroid, um, the new Metroid game coming out next week, and Odyssey, I'm not buying any more games. I'm no, 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 play no. I'm going to my backlog. This decision came two weeks ago, and you said, I'm not buying anything until I get, my, until I get through my backlog. And I was like, no, no, no. you're going to buy Rabbids. I did specify Metroid and, and then Odyssey. I said, and, and then you're going to play up. Metroid, and you're going to buy Odyssey, and you're like, well... None of these are valid yeah. points. What I say now is fact. <laughs> yeah. No, so, so you um, backlog some stuff, and you also pre-ordered two games. I did pre-order two games, but I'm mostly going through my backlog. <laughs> mostly doing that. I played a tiny bit of Amnesia. Honestly, not enough to talk about it. I might. What the fuck is stop. Amnesia? Amnesia was like a uh, PC horror game. You that have a PC? Came out. No, but it's on PS4 now. And but it originated on PC. I always kind of associated with PC. And I didn't even know it was on PlayStation until like a few months ago. It was on sale. Which, speaking of which, this is an amazing glitch. And I feel like I shouldn't say this because I don't want Sony to know about this. But at the time, I'm like, I don't know if I want to buy this or not. I have a few things that kind of lined up I need to buy right now. But it's like 7 bucks. I added it to my cart and I totally forgot about it. Yeah. And then two months later, I went back and it was still at the sale price. Even though, obviously, the sale was no longer still there. Oh. So you might be able to... Add things to your cart if it's on a sale, and then get the sale price later on. Interesting. I, Very uh, interesting. I uh, pretty much every week I'm either buying something or downloading something, so I wouldn't be able to wait two months to get that trick. Oh, I just totally forgot, and I also don't buy games that often. Yeah, I know you forgot, and then you didn't do anything for two months. But I do something every like I download and I purchase. Are you or saying you're better than checkout? Yes, you play I'm more saying I'm better than you. Who? What? Obviously, I'm the alpha male on this podcast, and I'm the best around. Nothing's ever going to keep me down. And you are the beta male. And I don't know what that means in Greek, but I assume it has something to do with if we were a gay couple, the, you're the bottom. Hey, why not what? Beta I like for to bottom. Down, so I, I like wonder to do if work. that's where that comes from. Write into splitscreengamingpodcast at gmail.com to tell us if the word bottom in the gay community comes from beta. I don't The think second so. letter of the Greek alphabet. I really don't think that's the case. So tell me about but Amnesia. Anyway, I like I said, I did not play enough of it well, to great. really talk about Glad it. Glad you brought but it up. But it was creepy <laughs> in like the, the 15 minutes I had to play it. It was very, very creepy. But I've been mostly playing Rabbids, and it is just so good. Where are you at? 
It's so good. Um, I am at the final. Um, I'm at the boss of the third world right now. Okay, 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 okay. But okay, I have okay. been going back to each world and collecting everything. So I've okay. fully completed world one. I've fully completed world two, and I've gotten everything I can get in the third world up until. This now part. I've been playing a lot of this Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom battle, and I have a fucking bone to pick with this game. I wild guess what it is. You guess. Go. I'm gonna guess. Take this a guess. drives me nuts too. You are thinking about something to do, and you accidentally no. hit A, and there's nope. no confirmation, and you just do nope. it, and you have to restart the whole battle nope. because you've lost. Basically, nope. That is user error, and you're an idiot. I am an idiot. But listen it's to me. I don't want to listen to you. You wasted I don't all like your time talking about amnesia. Comment. I will be the alpha male. You talked about amnesia for way too long, and you didn't even play it. I talked about the process of a glitch in the PlayStation. Mario Kingdom battle. Ray, Rabbids and Rayman's <laughs> delights. They set me up on this game. They roped me in. They stroked my bottom. Gave me a little kiss on the cheek. And they said, hey, Chad, guess what? You want to watch the trailer for this thing? We got Rabbid Peach. We got Rabbid Mario. And guess what else? We got Rabbid Donkey Kong as your first boss battle. I was like, oh, fucking sweet. Can't wait to see what we have behind world number two. Hey, Chad, instead of being creative and making a rabid version of something else cool in the Nintendo-verse, it's going to be this ice monster. Yeah, that was a little disappointing. Fucking limp dick going on over here. I was like, oh my god, I can't wait. Maybe it's like, I don't know, Rabid Samus. Or like, Rabid Rabid (laughs) Ness. I don't know, something in that Nintendo universe that was going to be cool and clever and be... Nope. Fucking teased my dick, but you know what? I had a shit ton of fun, and that was a challenging ass boss, and I died several times. I got on my second try. Yeah, the first time, the first time I didn't realize his health was gonna regenerate immediately. Yeah, me too. So I I kind of went all out on him, and I'm like, shit. Oh yeah, spoilers for the second boss of of Mario Battle Kingdom Royale. Yeah, it's been out long enough. Whatever. Yeah, it's been out for what six days. So yeah, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I'm enjoying that game a shit ton. And uh, have you? So you texted me and you said, "Hey, do you ever change up your team at all?" Because I found a team that I liked a lot, and you had never played as Mario Rabbit. And I was like, "Dude, yeah, I, I changed only... it up a lot." And Mario Rabbit is the fucking tits. Have you ever played as him yet? I, I I did, and I just went right back to my team because my team is so good. And the reason is it's not better than my Mario Rabbit. I don't think so. So I can do crazy amounts of damage in one turn because I can have Mario boost the attack power of everybody. Yep. I can then, can then also have Rabid Peach use her little, like, sentry drone thing, which is super powerful and can yep. get a lot of enemies down at once. But then Luigi has one, too. So whenever yep. I have those, um, their stompers, like, they kind of, like, come up to you close and just whack you really hard. Whenever you hit one, they want to walk towards you. Yep. I can take those out with no problem and multiple of them at a time. But oh, yeah, Mario has the ability of the hero sight where if someone's moving... He will shoot them, and I've leveled that up so he can do that twice now in one turn. Then I have it on Luigi, and he can do it three times in one turn. So I just destroy. Yeah, but do they have the ability awesome. to call in every enemy around you, huddle around you, and then you're just like, guess what? Hammer time, boom, fucking instant critical. Everyone's dead, and uh, they give you a blowjob at the end of the level because you did so good. They give you a blowjob. Mr. Miyamoto comes to wow. your door. And wow, he says, that's, that's Hello. maybe I should play. I brought my dental dam, and you say, "Excuse me, did you just assume my gender?" My my question though is that is he an alpha or a beta in the game? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I just destroyed everything, so I'm the alpha, and Miyamoto <laughs> is the beta. So that's all great and all, but my routine—I don't know how you're usually finishing levels, but. I've gotten perfect on every single round, and usually by a few turns. Oh, yeah, me too. Like I'm usually, like, if it's like there's five turns to be perfect, yeah, I'll get I like it done two in or two or three. Yep, yeah. yep. Nah, turns out we're no, both equally so. as good. You just have a shittier way of playing because it's not Mario Rabbid, so. <laughs> I did send you a really good little video, though, of mm. Mario Rabbid kicking some ass. Yeah. And kicking out, like, what was it, like, ten guys in one shot? It was awesome. Oh, uh, do you remember in School of Rock when the girls said kick some ass and they all said a cuss word in front of their parents? And they're, yeah, like, and they're like, oh, my God. I love that movie. The movie's so good. Do you remember the first time you cussed in front of your parents? No, because it's such a normal thing for me. I cuss all the time. Really? Parents. Yeah. I can remember th- there were two times. One was I cussed in a play. I did Footloose. Ooh. And the opening song of Footloose. And your parents were like, are you dancing? We don't no. allow that in this town. <laughs> no, they said, in the opening song of Footloose, they said, 
Belmont. Where the hell is Bel Beaumont? That's what it is. Beaumont. Where the hell is Beaumont? And I was like, Yeah, my Belmont's are gonna not. see the show, and they're gonna know I cuss. And then one time I was seventeen. Where the hell? Oh my god! <clears throat> I know, Chad. I, know. I didn't know you were gonna be in such a scandalous play. Go hey, to your room right my now. My best friend is twenty-eight years old, almost twenty-eight years old, and he, his dad, he's still never. His dad doesn't think he cusses, and he has the dirtiest <laughs> mouth. That's hysterical. I don't know anyone. But who I was seventeen, and I was talking it. to my my best friend at the time back in high school, and I was in the kitchen, and I said the word shit, and my dad goes, oh, "How dare you?" And I go, "Dad, I'm seventeen years old." I think I can say shit now. I do remember thinking that, like, oh, I am now old enough to start using the big words. <laughs> when the my sister, words. this is a side note, it has nothing to do with video games. But when my sister, this whole conversation like, has yeah. nothing to do with video games. When my little sister got, she was the youngest, and when she finally got to like seventeen or eighteen, my dad one day he's just like at the dinner table. I'm just so excited, you guys are all old enough that I can cuss again, and just goes <laughs> fuck shit, shit, fuck. Damn! <laughs> I reached that point with my grandma. My yeah. grandma now will say like shit and stuff in front of us, not in like a gratuitous way, but she's like, yeah. "Oh shit, I like burned the potatoes or something like that." Whereas before she would never do that, but she's like, like, "You guys are, oh my, you guys heavens. are all in your twenties. You're all old enough to, to hear me oh say my shit. stars, I burned the potatoes." This is a woman also who used to work in a church. As, so a, uh, as an, an arsonist, right? She worked in the church yes. as an arsonist, the person arsonist. who lit Every the candles. Church, yeah, exactly. They're called arsonists. <laughs> altar boy. The A in altar boy stands for arsonists. Guess what else the fuck came out this week? You played. Can I take a wild guess here? You're I think gonna it's get my it wrong. Destiny You're gonna get it wrong. You're gonna predict. get it wrong. It's wrong. Oh, Pokemon it's not Go. Destiny oh, of course. Well, that's not really a guess because you Pokemon always play Go. Pokemon Go. Out of nowhere, launched the legendary dogs. That's right. Guess who is the screenshot. proud owner of now four legendary birds? And one Raikou legendary dog, which looks like a legendary cat that ate I'm a bunch gonna, of bees. Can I, can I take a guess on this one? Is it's it me. Jack Attack? It's me. Oh, it's you. I thought it was going to be Jack Attack. No. No. Stop. Get no. off of Jack Attack. No, I'm not. It's a baby. Jack yeah, you're a baby. I mean, I'm a baby too, but you're a baby. You have a baby shirt. I do have a baby shirt. I like my baby uh, shirt. And uh, yeah, I played 20 minutes of Destiny this morning. Yeah, so how was Destiny? Tell me about that. Because well, I don't only really care about Pokemon Go. I, I opened it. Pokemon Go. I opened Destiny. I downloaded it overnight. Went to the gym this morning. Came back. I opened it up. And I was like, ooh, should I stay with my Hunter from Destiny 1? Or like, I'm kind of eyeballing that Titan over there. See what's that Titan life like. And then Warlock. Maybe I want to get what used to the game a little bit more. What did you play as in Destiny? I just fucking said that. My headset said, I unplugged, bring... so I actually didn't. Woman. I, I swear to Allah. I played as a hunter in Destiny 1. Don't call me woman. I'm a beta. Woman. <laughs> uh, I played as a hunter. And I enjoyed myself a lot. But I, I had that grass is greener on the other side. What, what do they call that? That, like, wish I wasn't married syndrome? I have no so idea. So I chose a titan. But you go for it. You chose I chose a titan. titan. And I said, you know what, hunter? You'll always be there if I need to come back to you. So I chose a Titan and went through the character creator, since I obviously didn't have a Titan from before. I was like, ooh, oh yeah, I'm going to do the Exo, the robot. Oh yeah, I'm going to make this, and it's going to look cool. Oh, I like this color scheme. And then we started the game, and I saw myself in a cinematic, and I said, oh fuck, I look stupid. So I quit the game. Went back to the character creator. All right, I'm going to make another Titan, and this time he's going to be human, and he's going to look like this, and look like this, and then I finally chose that character and stuck with it. So I, that wasted 30 minutes of my morning when I only had an hour to begin with. And then I jumped in that first mission, and I just got, like, sucked back in. Did you really like Destiny that much to begin with? I remembered... I, I did. I played Destiny literally every single day for over a month. Yeah, and then you said... Literally every Then you day. stopped playing it for, like, a week or something like that, and then yep. wondered why you were playing it to begin with. It's because so I when I... I'm curious yeah. as to why you're so excited about Destiny The reason now. I stopped playing it and I wasn't having fun there at the end is because I was literally doing the same things. I was making that stupid circle on Mars trying the to get that fucking... The story aspect is what's appealing to Destiny thing. 2 for me as well. Yes. So right off the bat in this first mission, we have that sexy, sexy gameplay Destiny's so famous for. And it felt good. And it, it, like, it felt like having sex with an old friend. I'm wet, Chad. Yeah, did it do the thing where it dripped down the side and then it got did. all over it your totally pussy? Did, yeah, yeah. 
that gameplay. So yeah. Immediately felt great again. Charge up that power. Oh, and it felt I good again. I remember that. I remember the gameplay in Destiny being very, very solid when yep. I was playing it. Like, even as someone who doesn't play first-person shooters a lot, it definitely, the mechanics were extremely solid. And then and you know what's different so, about this one? There's story. There are characters in this one. Yeah. I noticed that. I was watching a lot of the gameplay footage, and there were moments of, like, you had a menu up, but then there was, like, an NPC talking to you. Yeah. And people have personalities, and people are unique, and it's not just, like, a person that gives you a quest. It's just like, hey, I have an actual personality. Do you miss Peter Dinklage? No. No. Is... Is Nathan Fillion back as the ghost in this one? I don't even know. Apparently, very, 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 very... I have played so little of this game so far that I don't even think I've gotten... I've got through the first, like, playable part. And then there's another well, little cinematic. But uh, I don't even know if Nathan Fillion is the ghost again. But I haven't even got to the part where I lose my powers because the tower is destroyed. But I'm just curious how the story elements are. If you yeah. if you say, like, hey, the story elements are really good this time around, yeah. I would actually consider picking up Destiny. Well, I won't let point. you know for at least another two weeks. That's cool. Because I'm going That's on vacation cool. tomorrow. Won't have my PlayStation for a week. Thank God I have a Switch. <sighs> yeah, I will be playing that Mario Rabbids on the plane tomorrow afternoon. Mm-hmm. It's a mm-hmm. good game to play on a plane. Just like dedicating time to it. Oh. You don't know that. You've never played that game on a plane. I, I don't, but I can imagine. See? Oh, hi. I'm Holden DePardo, and I'm a fucking liar. And I'm a fucking goddamn scheming son of a bitch. With those blueberry eyes. That's really Is that the end of our first segment? What are we playing? No, that, was, that was really mean. That hurt. That, like, deeply hurt me, Chad. Oh, go eat a potato. Game potato. <laughs> go eat a whole game potato. <laughs> hey. So. Is that everything you played? That's everything I played, yeah. Okay. So do you want to get into some news stories? I would love to get into some news stories. I do have a stupid story of the week that I, I want to share. Yeah? It's, I think this is the stupidest story of the week. Probably one of the stupidest stories that I've seen since we've been doing this show. And that is Which that has been six months. Yeah, by the way, six, six months. months. Happy six months. This is amazing. Happy half birthday to us. According to Nintendo, Mario is no longer a plumber. Dude! Who cares? We just talked about this on the podcast last week. It's so stupid. No, it wasn't that? No. That was, was last not... week. I was Yep, because I said, does Mario plumb? That's right. Is that the verb? Does he plumb? I don't know. That's right. It goes right. down pipes. We just talked about this, and then they said, they I listened to our podcast, again. and they said, you know what? People are asking questions. We better post this on the web- website in Japanese. He's no longer a plumber, but he was in the past. But he, he like, but now he, um, he's all he's all around sporty. Whether it's tennis or baseball, soccer or car racing, Mario does everything cool. I don't care. I didn't care. He was a plumbing plumber. is cool. Hey, for those of you listening, if you want to go into plumbing, or your parents are plumbers, or you're a plumber, or you like a plumber and you have a crush on them, and you send them a little note that says, "Hey, are you a plumber? Yes, no, maybe. Please check one." They're great too. They're cool. He's just done that life. He's not about that anymore. He wants to move well, on to different things. I just think it's it was a, a waste. Why did Nintendo have to clarify that? It needed no clarification. Because we literally asked the question last week. We did, and I'm sure Shigeru Miyamoto, because he comes over to beta us <laughs> <laughs> when we play Mario Rabbids, we brought it up and we're like, hey, Shigeru. Is that a thing? We That's a concerns. thing now. That's the one with <laughs> Shigeru Miyamoto comes to our place to beta us? No, it's yeah. like betaing people. We've officially Bating made that people. a thing. We're big enough that that's going to become a thing. <laughs> it's in the zeitgeist now. Zeitgeist. So that's my stupid story of the week. Okay, I thought yeah, that stupid was story. absurdly stupid. Yeah, that was really stupid. I also had it it's as really a story, stupid. so your mom. Um, I just want to do two... Okay, one thing, real quick, and then another mm-hmm. thing, legit tickles my titties. Yes. One, PS Plus games are announced for September. They're out now, I guess, as of yesterday. Yes, they are. But I just wanted to shout out. I go actually get, missed go get VR, Infamous Second Son. I already bought it, so I'm not talking it. to you. I'm talking to our audience. Well, if you don't I have don't it, it's free. That. Plays really great. Story's okay. Delson is meh, but fun shit. I tell you what happened with that game. Oh, also, hold on, hold on, hold on. For the first time, PlayStation VR has a game included in the September uh, thing. However, it is a That's timed. A it's a timed free game. Aren't, so rigs all timed? No, shut up. No, they're free as long as you have PlayStation Plus. This one is only oh, I free. Oh, I mean. I, I thought September you meant like, 5th like it's only 7th. available. Oh my god. Oh my god, hold on. 
for the month. I'm, I'm just trying to talk over you because I'm the alpha in this and you are the beta. The PlayStation VR exclusive rigs, Mechanized Combat League, will also be free from September 5th through November 7th. That's the uh, the first person like ar- combat arena mm-hmm. online multiplayer shooter. Who made that again? It was made by a pretty prominent developer, I remember. Uh, hold, please. I think it's like Gorilla or something like that. Seriously. That doesn't sound right. It's something like that, though. It's like one of their major studios. Yeah, it is. It is like a Sony first party or something like that. Eat my butt. It's not naughty dog. And right tonight. Well, while you're looking for that, can I share a story? Yeah, you can if okay? you want. Oh my gosh! Thank you for the honor. Speaking of Pokemon Go. Oh, it is. It's uh. You were wrong. It's Gorilla Cambridge. I was wrong. It's Gorilla Cambridge. Yeah. I was half right. I was half. Half life. Right. You were half life. I was half-life on that one. So Pokemon Go, this isn't technically like new news necessarily. It's more of reaffirmation of news that we've heard earlier. Yeah. And that is that Pokemon is going to get, Pokemon Go is going to get monster trading and one-on-one battles between people. They did add in a new tidbit, which is interesting, and that is that the the trading is only going to work in person. It will not be trading over the internet. You'll have to be with the person over like a Bluetooth connection, it sounds like. You know who calls them monsters? People who don't fucking play Pokemon. Okay, well, I'm... Obviously. I don't... I call them pocket monsters. That's how I refer to Pokemon. You're an idiot. <laughs> okay. I don't play that many Pokemon games. So okay. Fair. That said, though, I didn't. I totally forgot that Pokemon Gold is coming out this month. Yeah, on, on the 3DS virtual console. And I'm so excited about that, because that's, are like, you, the, my favorite are you Pokemon so game. Excited? Are you so, so excited? excited about that? My name is Holden, and I'm not going to buy it until I go through my backlog. Oh... <laughs> Uh, just face it, you're a lying whore. No, I'm not a lying whore. You I've are. already played the game, so it's not. I'm, I'm not going to buy any new games. It's not a new game. It's a very old game. Okay, shut up and listen to this. Okay, is this the one that tickles your titties? This is the titty tickler. The titty tickler. <laughs> this one, Philips Hue lights. This comes from a gadget. Philips Hue lights will soon sync with movies, games, and music. Ooh. Now this is kind of like how though, skirting. like through PlayStation or through certain games. Uh, through your TV itself. Okay. Whatever's displaying on the TV, it will. it's partnering with the top TV manufacturers to integrate that directly with your bridge. I hope it's a software thing and it's not a... Oh, yeah, it is. It's a firmware update. Okay, cool. If you um, had to like, buy a new TV for it, it's not worth it, but that's no. very cool. I would just... We've talked about this on the show before. Being able to watch, like, cheesy, gross, stupid sci-fi shows or movies with the hue light integration is one of the coolest things in the world even if the shows are stupid as fuck well, and then we talk apps. about rise having rise the xbox one game having integration with it as well but this makes it uh, like we more we, native hue camera which is an app you can download to like I was just point it at that, it and it yeah. will do whatever's there this makes it more uh kind of integrated in a smoother process as well the- so that your tv is telling your lights what color to be I've used the Hue camera app before. I was watching Star Wars Episode uh, Five with my roommates. Yeah, and it was actually a pretty solid experience. It was pretty cool. Yeah, if you ever do but it while I'm, watching Planet Earth, that shit's legit. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. So that's I, I, have, just, I was just really excited about that. I have a t- tale of two games, if you will. Oh, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. And that's a great descriptor because one of these is the best of times, which is that. Resident Evil Revelations is coming to the Switch in November. Really? It is. That's your best of times? The, it's because the worst of times is that they tested Final Fantasy XV on the Switch, and it did not run very well. Oh, yeah, obviously. Of course. Yeah, which is why Two if it ever comes, it's going to be that pocket edition. It's not going to ever come. No, if it comes, it'll be that 10-episode pocket edition that they bring out on iOS. I don't think Nintendo would want that on the Switch. because it's. Are you kidding me? Nintendo wants anything on the Switch now, unless it's They porn. have a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff on the Switch. They don't need that. Yeah, Mario Rabbids just came out. They get, it's a great speaking game. Speaking of Switch, speaking of Switch, switch it up. Switch, 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 switch. The library. Check it out. Segway. Um... Did you see that story that some Switch games will now require memory cards? Yes, I have this on here as well. That the is... first one being NBA 2K18, and they say it on the box, too. Yeah. But uh, Nintendo announcement, uh, in an announcement, Nintendo noted that a micro SD card will need, be needed for certain Nintendo Switch games that contain an especially large amount of content and require additional storage for players to enjoy the full experience. Thoughts? 
it's tough. It's not great news for sure. I don't see how this could be perceived as good news. Here's but the these, thing: these these memory cards aren't very expensive, and at least they're yep. they're not proprietary ones like the PS Vita. Yeah, thank which are like, fuck. Which, by the way, I looked at prices of those this week. They're I don't know why stupid. I just did. Oh they're yeah, the sixty-four stupid. gig one is a hundred dollars still. Yep. Here's Craziness. the thing. Yes. This Dad, is nothing is. new. From the How PlayStation so, One, you get a game, but you can't fucking save it unless you buy a memory card. Boom. Yeah, but that's Xbox no in PS2 no, era. No, then you get to Xbox 360, where you get the arcade edition that once you start installing games and stuff like that, like you can't play shit unless you you can play a couple of things. Like the, right. the 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 Xbox Live Arcade shit. It's a couple of the smaller games. Which because they're arcade games, they don't save Right, anything, exactly. Right? But once you get those that have the small enough hard drive that yeah, this is nothing new. And I and, forgot the Xbox three sixty arcade did not come with an arcade. Yeah. That's that's crummy. It came with a four gig hard drive. But it doesn't happen on PS4 and it doesn't happen on Xbox One. You might you can add additional storage if you want to, but I, I'm curious as to what this information is being downloaded that couldn't be stored on the thirty two gigs oh, of internal it's, memory it's to begin with. The game itself. Oh, it's the game itself. It's okay. the game itself is too big, yeah. And they did say that if you do not have a micro SD card, you can still enjoy parts of the game. Like maybe a few introductory levels or something like that. But you okay. need so the end. This is definitely a cost cutting measure with the uh, knowing that now. Because I didn't I kind of added in my news stories, but I don't really look at it too deeply. <clears throat> knowing that this is because the cartridges cost more than discs. And to save yeah. cost on buying a more expensive cartridge, they can spend less on the cartridge and download the rest. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw this happen with, say, Skyrim coming out. Yep, yep, yep. Or yep, yep, that, yep, yep. that triple pack of The Witcher that I sent you a picture of. Yeah, stupid, it was, stupid, a, it was stupid. a fake thing of all three Witcher games coming to the Switch, and obviously that's not going to happen. But Dark Souls is still coming to the Switch. They do have I a banner. With my life. No, it's not. It's not coming to the Switch. Shut up. It's absolutely coming to the Switch. No, it's going to be the stupid cartoon version. Uh, they do have um, a good on Nintendo. Any box, any game that has this requirement has a giant white banner across the box. That, the box that says "Internet download and micro SD card required." It's honestly not even a good on Nintendo thing. That's like a legal thing. They're going to get sued if they didn't put You're that on a legal there. thing, but I You're mean, they they have to put it on the box. Yes, but the fact that they made it as big as they did, it is big. Yeah, honestly, it's obnoxiously large on the That's box. That's okay. It's okay. People should know. But, People, but should I think know, this Ted. is this is just another step. In the direction of, why the fuck would you go to a store to get a game anyway? Get on the internet, I, download yeah. it to your Switch. Boom, mm-hmm, pretty much. Like I pre-ordered download codes for Mario Odyssey and Metroid because why would I? What was that? Pre-ordered them on what platform? Oh, Amazon. Nice. You can yeah. pre-order a digital download code on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yep, and they email it to you at midnight that night. Yeah, that's hot. That is good. Oh, but then you can't preload. But you can't no, preload so on Switch anyway, so... You can't preload on Switch anyways, but what's really cool about how Amazon has worked... I haven't seen this with all games on the Switch, but I bought Splat- it was Splatoon on the Switch, right? Yeah. I didn't even have to, like, put in a download code. It literally just started downloading to my Switch immediately. It was awesome. Did you link your Nintendo account to Amazon or something like that? I don't remember doing that ever. I don't know how it happened, wow. but it happened. That sounds a little Big Brother-ish, and it sounds a little like it violates some privacy policies. It was and cool. And I'm not a fan of it. It was cool. I mean, if they asked my permission, and they probably did, and you just forgot about it. Also, I probably do what everyone does. What's it say? Okay. Yeah. I don't know what I click on. I just click on things. What does it say? Oh, my God. What, what am I supposed to push here? Let's read the screen and see. Well, let's read the screen and see what it says on my phone right now. And then my phone is telling me that Dead Rising 4 was announced for the PS4. Yeah, with some extra content. That extra content. balls. $50 extra content. I don't. Was it ever announced that it was a timed exclusive for Dead Rising Four on the no, Xbox One? No, or just because the sales one. were so bad. Poor Xbox One just can't hold on to anything. Like, it gets one little piece. Now, granted, Dead Rising has come to PlayStation every single one except uh, Dead Rising Three. Did that? Come? I don't think that came to PlayStation. No, that was a launch exclusive for the Xbox One. So yeah, Dead Rising Four, that poor thing, they just couldn't hold on to it. Now it's coming to PlayStation. They can't hold on to anything. They have no. no they just they games. can't say. Stick with me. You heard it here first. Crackdown three multi. Multi platform. <laughs> it got delayed so they could make the PlayStation version. Yes, still for Microsoft Studios. Microsoft Studios. <laughs> Even presents. they don't want to sell games to their own console. <laughs> Cuphead coming only to Switch. 
Oh, that would be awesome. That's actually no, a great. Shut up. Shut up. That's shut a up. great game to be on the Switch. Yes, it is. I'm excited about it, but it's not happening. Don't entertain the idea. I'm sorry I brought it up. Cuphead 2 will probably come out in multiple platforms. Cuphead though. who? Cuphead 2. Get it? I rhymed. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm like, did I miss a pun there? Oh, you hey, do you remember 100,000 okay. years ago when we were talking about how stupid Atari is for making a console and then a retro console and then now also a retro, a handheld Atari console? Yeah, but console? it's not made by them, is it? It's made by somebody else, isn't it? Uh, I didn't read all of it. Atari already teased its plans to re-enter the console market with an Atari box in June, but a new handheld gaming system called the Retro Atari Handheld from Funkstock Retro. All right, um, cool. Okay, we'll forget it. Well, if you like Atari for some reason, go get it. Personally, its yeah, games I, are boring, and you can get a better version somewhere else. I've tried playing those games, Atari games, so many times just to be like, what? what's this classic era of video games? Like, not worth it. It's just not worth it. No, it's not. Go download video a better version of Video games didn't get good until phone. the NES and Sega Genesis. Stupid. stupid, 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 stupid. But speaking of games and versions of things that might be better or cooler as shit... Settlers of Catan is coming to VR. I have that. I'm so excited it, about this. On the this. Oculus Rift and Samsung Gear VR? Yeah, they haven't announced what the game actually is like yet. But there's something about a magical table that you play on, and that got me so excited. I'm I love so Catan. I love the Catan. Pumped. I have played, so I moved um, to go to college, and um, I've played Catan every single night since I got here. Really? Every single night, yes. By I yourself? love Catan. No. I have family. You I have, have people a family? Who want to talk to me. Loser. Talk to me. You have a family. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That is very exciting news. I'm very pumped yeah, about that. I hope they I'll never more things like that happen. I would love to fucking play board games in VR. Also, bring it to PSVR. Board Come games on. work better in AR, but it's still cool regardless. You don't know. We haven't seen Katana in VR. We haven't seen anything in VR yeah, or I AR. So shut up. Get Katana out of here. VR for a long time. No. You haven't even seen anything regular in VR. So this is something I think we'll be talking about a little bit later on in the episode. But PS4-inspired, uh, blah, PS1-inspired Crystal DualShock uh, 4 controllers uh, coming this October. And Crystal, and then like a see-through red, and a transparent blue, and they uh, look... Awesome. They look so sexy. They, they look, look so like sexy. A, they honestly look like the like the old Game Boys and like N sixty four controllers yep. that were kind of transparent. And the ones but on it's the a PS2 little bit more era. of a frosted look to it, and they just look awesome. They just look so awesome. You know, let's fucking talk about it now. Shout out to to the DualShock Four and what PlayStation's mm-hmm. doing right now with that thing. Those oh, yeah. colors bringing back them feels, them memories. Now, personally, I was in the market for a DualShock 4 about three weeks ago when the D-pad on one of mine quit working. Oh, no. I didn't know about that. Yeah, I'm it did. So but that was, like, one of the launch ones as well, mm-hmm. and the thumbstick was falling apart. So I wish I had fucking waited a couple weeks to get another one because I want one of these crystal ones. I have two controllers right now, but the thumbstick and one of mine starting to fall apart, fall apart too, and I've just been putting off getting one. Yeah. Glad I did. Dude, I dude, swipe that up. But I wanted to I wanted to shout out DualShock 4 for another reason this week just because I feel like it's people people kind of overlook it a little bit. I think how great that the controller topic. is. Before we jump into this, I don't have any more news stories. You don't have any more news stories? I don't know, maybe I do. What's this list? We can just jump right into this. I don't really mind. Oh, okay. I kind of want to make this its own separate topic too. So do you, yeah. you do your thing yeah. with this. Uh, the then only we'll story, thing, the only we'll story I've got left is, is one that I want to make a different topic. Yeah. You, you, let's, so I was playing. I, I interrupted. I'm so sorry, Alpha. I was I playing. I should just beta back here again. Listen to me. I was playing. I'm so sorry, Chad. But I'll just let you keep talking. Uncharted now. The Lost Legacy. And there is a cool new feature that I really appreciate about this game where if you do enough work in Chapter 4, you get this bracelet that vibrates and turns a color when you're nearby a treasure. Kind of takes some of the guesswork out of finding these random-ass treasures that don't mean anything anyway. And so mm-hmm. it's a pain in the butt to go back and find them. But when you hear that little noise, first of all, it comes out of the speaker of the DualShock 4. And then the light bar lights up with the color. And you're, that, like, that, you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. But then you don't realize it, but it's a subtle little change. It's, it gets like more purple or like p- purplish pink the closer you get. And then goes back to blue the further you get away. And it's like... 
Well, that's kind of cool. It's like a hot cold kind of game. Yeah, it's like a hot cold kind of thing while you're trying to find this treasure. And the new redesigned ones that I have, because I got one from the PlayStation 4 Pro and the new they one. Show that it ordered. on the touchpad itself. Yeah, there's a little sliver of it on the touchpad, so you can see the color of the touch bar kind of shining at you as well. And I was like, God damn, that is a a titties ass tactic there. So shout out to that. Shout out to the touchpad. There are a couple of cool things, like an infamous second sun. There were a couple of cool implementations of it. Every, every so often, though, it's just a big button now. It's pretty much just the start button yeah. in most games. And the ergonomics but it's really thing, easy to it's hit. It's legit. It's legit. It's very easy to hit it. Love that Love that DualShock 4. Manja, manja, manja. <laughs> now, here, so, here's what else. So, you said actually. Go on. I did say actually, because I have something I want to say. I know I'm just a beta on this show, but yep. I have things I want to say, too. Yep. So, I was when I was playing Amnesia for the limited time I was playing it, the DualShock light was, like pretty bright in the room i turned all the lights off so it's pretty bright in there yeah but as you move it it kind of creates shadows in the room and that kind of freaked me out more i know that's not an intended feature of the dualshock 4 at all but yeah. it totally added to the experience it's cool that's all, i also that's you all. can you can dim the light by the way as well yeah it is on the dimmest setting they're still pretty bright uh, yeah but it's, it's like cool as shit that it has also all these gyroscopes and accelerometers built in and the light bar like they had the foresight to put the light bar in there for vr capabilities as well like and it has a headphone jack, which I'm actually learning to really jack. appreciate. Yeah, it's fantastic having like when I was playing Hellblade, super easy to plug in my headphones. Yeah, playing any, I actually prefer playing games with my headphones on now. Gross. It's great. You just need to get some surround sound like I do. Mm. Now, headphones now thinking about that, I was like, damn, yeah. Shout out to DualShock Four. And then in my head, I was thinking, you know what though? Shout out to that Xbox One controller. Mm-hmm. Because first of all, that thing feels fucking nice in your hands. It does. Those little vibrating triggers on the back. Uh, God, uh, Yokiero. And here's the thing. When I was shopping around for this DualShock 4, I was like, um, do I want just another boring black one? Maybe I want like a themed one or something like that. And I had my pick of like 10 colors or themes. And all of them were like, oh, I don't really want any of those. But that There's Xbox One, 10 colors. you got that Game Lab thing where you can customize every fucking part of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Damn. That's a sweet ass feature. You it's go, a very, Microsoft. Very cool feature. It also has really good sticks because they have this little texture along the edges of them. Yeah. So your thumbs kind of stick to them a lot better. Much, much better than the DualShock Four controller, honestly. And shout out to the option for having an Elite controller. I use those paddles never. Nice. Because I nice. don't have an Xbox. But if I did, I still probably wouldn't use the paddles. And then I got thinking. You know what, though. Those Nintendo Joy-Cons, mm-hmm. those things feel like crap in your hands, <laughs> but... Only when you're using them individually, otherwise yes. they're not too bad. Yes, but the fact that Nintendo went out there and they made a console that had two tiny controllers that you could just play and then slide them out and pass to a friend. We were on a road trip and we played Mario Kart in the car, three of us squished in the back seat. And I was sitting there playing with a little tiny Joy-Con, and Bailey was sitting beside me playing with her tiny little Joy-Con, and David was on the other side playing in handheld mode, and I was like, fucking good on you, Nintendo, mm-hmm. making this thing so fucking multiplayerable and portable. That's cool. It's That's super, super cool. cool. That And then it just is built into the system, slides right on. And then it can turn into you a regular like controller to use when you're on the TV. Something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And shout out to the Pro Controller, because that Pro Controller is also pretty damn sweet, too. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty damn good, yeah. One weird thing? Yeah. Where's the motion control on the Xbox One controller? Does it not have motion control? No, I think we talked about this like three weeks ago, and I looked it up, and it doesn't have it. That's going to make, that's gonna make hmm. uh, if they ever try to do like VR support or something like that with just the, the controller, that's going to make it kind of weird. They probably won't be able to unless it just is stick-based. <clears throat> Maybe it is. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, so I just want to shout out some control trolls. Controllers are important. That's, That's it. the conduit to your gaming experience. Hey, did you have anything yes. anything else besides this one topic before you go into the main topic? And the um, da, just da, my complete adoration to you. That's it. Yeah, that's that alpha life. You break your beta <laughs> until they know nothing but your glory. <laughs> really, what's been happening is I'm just chained in his in his bedroom. <laughs> And I can't move. I can't do anything. He just brings a microphone in here. And this is the only happiness I have all week is recording uh-huh. this podcast. The end of what you just said is penis. You said a happiness. 
happiness. Like, hi, penis, how you doing? Hey, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this thing, but I wanted to call out this and read a lot, if not all, of these really cool things. Did you see the article on Kotaku that says game developers explain some of their favorite ways to trick the player? Yes, I did see this, and it's fantastic. This is the fucking coolest thing. So there's a, a person... I'm actually going to this up and look at it right now. Yeah, uh, thread came out about when Jennifer Shrowley, the design lead on Opaque Space's Earthlight, called on other developers to share examples of the small ways they tried to manipulate players' perceptions, citing ways Assassin's Creed and Doom make your last shred of life slightly more durable than it should be in order to keep things tense without triggering defeat. So... Uh, hold on, let me refresh this page without content Can you blockers. send this to me, actually? Because I'm trying to find it. Oh my god, why don't you just be a prepared fucking mind reader? <laughs> Sending to hold. I read this, Pardo. though, and it was yeah. awesome. And if you have any content blockers on your phone, it kind of fucks with the article, so make sure to turn them off. Uh, so anyway. <clears throat> so she, she tweets out, Hey, hashtag game dev, tell me about some brilliant mechanics in games that are hidden from the player to get across a certain feeling. And then she gave out an example uh, from Doom and Assassin's Creed. And so many people chimed in. I just want to go through and read all these because they're all just so freaking cool. Uh, one of them from Henrik Olivier. In Surgeon Simulator, we hid many features to incite curiosity. For instance, if you dial your real phone number in the game, it calls you. Uh, Donna Fried from Red Faction Guerrilla. At low level, low alert levels, only the nearest few enemies actually fire bullets at you, though further enemies will take note. Oh, here we go. Half-Life 1, if facing more than two enemies, only two would actually attack. The rest would run to random locations and bark lies, like, flanking! So they just have p random people running around, not actually attacking you, but just screaming lies. I like this one about Dark Souls 3. The, yeah. the bosses, they follow a specific time signature along with the music for their attacks. The hardest boss in the game breaks that flow, though. That's one of the things that, like, I, it's subconsciously, you don't even realize it while playing the game, that I'm sure if you, while you're playing the music, mm -hmm. that these things are tied to the music, and you don't realize it, and then when they break that flow, and they're like, nope, we're not going to tie this one to the music, suddenly it fucks your whole day up. Uh, uh, I've cool. noticed this in a lot of games. We have a, t a term called coyote time, for when the player walks off a platform, a platformer mm -hmm. ledge and presses jump too late, but the jump still works. And I've noticed that before, too. And everyone's like, no, yep. I think it just really got it close. <laughs> it's really satisfying when it happens. There's yep. a cool one here for Gears. I'm assuming they mean Gears of War. Yeah. They found that about 90% of first-time players don't play a second multiplayer match if they don't get a kill. So he started um, you off with some major advantages, like additional damage bonuses that tapered off within your first few kills. That's yep. awesome. So if you're playing with someone and it's like, God damn it, how'd they get me so fast? They might just be a first-time player. Give them a break, man. Yep, yep, yep. You'll have your fun. And uh, she was actually inspired by Hellblade and the declaration that dying too many times will erase your save data. And it doesn't actually So that happen. was it was a gameplay mechanic to incite frustration and fear. Mm -hmm. and... Fucking brilliant. That's cool stuff. That's cool there's stuff. A, oh, there's also one. Uh, it's not in this article. Maybe I read it in another one similar to this. But uh, Bioshock the enemy's first bullet will always miss. It's oh, just really? there to alert you that they're there and they're shooting at you so you have time to get cover. Yeah, their first bullets will always miss. That's kind of cool. That's pretty cool, actually. That's just cool shit. Game development is so cool. You know what this means, though, Chad? It means you what? can't trust your game developers because they're always lying to you. They are fucking liars! Oh, man, son of a bitch. I really wish Nintendo would chime in on some of that stuff, but then that they won't ever share their secrets. No, they won't so. ever share their secrets because their secrets are bad business decisions. <laughs> it's not good advice anyway, so don't nope. listen to it. Exactly. That's exactly All right, right, Chad. All right, Chad. Hey, what's next for you? Um, I think we're ready to talk about some <clears throat> VR. Nature. Ready to talk about some VR. VR. So, Stands for very real. I mean, not far off. <clears throat> VR is very realistic right now. No, so I wanted to talk about VR because it's been out mainstream-wise about, what, a year plus now? Two years? Uh, let's see. PSVR launched in October last year. Yeah. Oculus was out, I think, the May before that? 
That's true. It's about a, about a year and a half then. Almost. Yeah, about a year and a half. I think Actually, it's like a year and HTC Vive months. launched in a very similar time frame. Mm-hmm. And don't forget the most important VR headset of them all, uh, the Virtual Boy back in the 90s. Yeah. Virtual Boy. <laughs> you know, so it's been a year now, and we're seeing a lot of price, price drops on, on these consoles, on these, uh, on these headsets. But I get the, the question is kind of like, where does it go from here? Like, what are the next steps? from vr is yeah. this going to move fast are we going to be waiting a little while and i just wanted to kind of open that up you have more experience with vr than i do so that you obviously have better because insight. i'm not a coward and i bought one that's not that i'm not a coward so, i'm just waiting exactly because you're a coward you're waiting for the enemy to come and slice you in half uh no i think hardware wise there there are a lot of hurdles that we're kind of working towards as an industry mm-hmm. one of them is finding a way to truly go wireless. And there have yes. been a, a lot of really cool advancements at things like CES or like little experimental things that are super costly right now, but mm-hmm. ways that you can have super low lat- latency, truly wireless play. And there are actually kits you can buy now for an HTC Vive or an Oculus Rift that will make it wireless. But that's kind of one hurdle that we have to get over before it becomes before it takes off. And yeah. really become super mainstream, and that's where it, the phones are starting to come into it too. I also think that the having a wire kind of limits the kind of games that you can make with it because you don't really have a ton of flexibility to move around an environment when you could wrap yourself up in a cord. Right. Even though the cord's very long, it's totally possible to wrap yourself up into it. Especially when playing yep. something like Super Hot, where you're like bending over, turning around, and doing all sorts of stuff. It's wireless make the biggest difference in the world. Yep. I think that's a far ways off, though. Yeah. Because as the games get more advanced, there's going to be more processing power dedicated to the latency issues, which means it's going to be a higher barrier to entry to make it wireless. Right. And when we're talking, like, long-term, VR is is an infant. It's a little baby, just like video games were decades ago, four, five decades ago. And... They're just now starting to become like super mainstream, mm-hmm. and everybody plays games. Like, in order to get VR to that level, we we have a lot of time to go on this. Absolutely, yeah. I think another thing we need to see is VR, some kind of cameraless VR as well. Like, the, right now there are two types of VR. There's VR in your phone, or with some kind of like the new Facebook headset that's coming out sometime next year, apparently. But it's all stationary. You don't really have control. It's not really good for gaming. Or exploring, like, areas and things like that. And it doesn't track your movement. And then there is the high-level VR. It'll track your VR. head movement, but it won't track you walking around a room. Right. Or, or if I crouch down, or, or yeah. if I lean to the side. Um, mm-hmm. But there... Then it's like you have the, a broken neck. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of what it's like. Yeah, or just your head on a tripod. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Which is kind of like having a broken neck. No, 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 no. Then there's the high dollar Facebook HTC Vive and PSVR. Facebook HTC Vive? What did I say? Facebook HTC Vive. Sorry, Facebook, parentheses, Oculus, comma, HTC Vive, comma, and PlayStation VR. Mm -hmm. That has a lot more opportunity application to gaming. Yeah, those are the real headsets at the moment. Yeah, and when we get to, it, it also depends on the content. Those are the real headsets for gaming. You can consume mm-hmm. video content in any other platform perfectly fine, mostly because video content right now is stationary, and you can't mm-hmm. move around in that world because it's it's a flat image, whereas you can render an entire world to move around in with uh, game software and things like that. So that's where the next kind of thing is coming, is finding ways for those bigger experiences on those high-dollar headsets to become cameraless, so you're kind of freed a little bit more from the, the troubles of making sure you're staying within view of it or Which being tied to a specific almost impossible area. when you can't see the camera because you right. have a headset on your face. Yeah, hence when you were running into the TV and crashing into the wall. Which was super, super jarring. Yeah, so I was playing super hot and Chad kept saying, all right, you're, you're right in front of the TV now. You got to back yep. up. And I didn't feel like I was moving forward at all. Like, not at all. Yeah, you were more mobile in that 30 minutes than I've ever seen you in my entire life. (laughs) I had to dodge those bullets. Yeah. So the next thing I think, where does VR go from here? And I think it has to adopt 
more of a mass market application, and we haven't seen it yet. Whatever it ends up being, whatever the do you mean? The hit do you mean that in is. terms of like a game or no. like putting Facebook and things like that into VR in a way that makes sense so that people use that? I mean, I don't mean that's Facebook like literally of, meaning like your newsfeed, but like that's the kind of a thing. Yeah, killer app like that. People right now are are obviously jumping on the gaming aspect of it, trying mm-hmm. to put you immerse you into this. Games are always world. the first to this kind of stuff, though. A porn. Porn is always the first. That's true. Porn and which games. Which is, porn also decides physical media, which is why I Blu-ray won over HDDVD because that's this the one the porn fact. industry backed. Yep. That is a fact. Thank you, Tropic <laughs> Thunder. Um, and the research that went into that movie. <laughs> yes. So there is, there's gaming, and then there are all sorts of filmmakers trying to take risks and say, all right, how the fuck do we do short films and things like that in VR? So they're doing that kind of thing, but... Right now, cameras can't really keep up, and it's not a good quality experience. But what's really going to be kind of defining will be some kind of interaction between people. And that's what we see in all the fiction. When you see in, um, fuck, what's the name? Black Mirror, the episode where people are kind of on their deathbed, and they're interacting awesome with others in VR and in no one's Japanese computer. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of stuff, when we figure out a way to let you literally be beside somebody... Not literally. To virtually be beside somebody or having a conversation or chatting in a room in a way that feels natural or connective. So like you had mentioned, like Facebook, but in VR, that's when VR is going to take off. And yeah. that's when and it's going to become more less of a, a gimmick and like a trial by fire kind of thing right now mm-hmm. and more of like, a, okay, this is going to be something in everyone's home. And I think to stress the point of like making this mainstream it's got to get to a point where separate from any games there's got to be something where grandma's going to be like my life benefits from this just like everyone's like right. grandma we're buying you a smartphone because you need a smartphone yep i don't know that that's going to happen with vr i think ar might have that but i really think that vr is going to be for very tailored experiences or we just haven't seen anything yet because you don't have the imagination for it or exactly. I, say, I don't have the imagination for it because like facebook has tried to put Facebook in VR. They announced VR uh, or Facebook Spaces. Do you remember this? It's a little bit different, yeah. It is it, it, But what so you're saying is exactly looking. right. Like, it, no one's imagined it yet. Mm-hmm. That killer app, whatever it makes it truly, like, connective for people. Yeah. But keep in mind, too, like, touchscreens were around for a long time before they became the standard in, in smartphones. Right. Like, th- these technologies can take a long time to figure out. I honestly don't think that we're going to see VR in the mainstream until at least like 2020 and on. Oh, uh, further than that. You think further than that? Yeah, further than the, 2020 is super soon. I mean like like in the 2020s is like what I mean. Not necessarily okay. that year 2020. Yeah. And I think for me, and this is a hurdle we haven't really talked about yet is the screen door effect, which is really because of the resolution. Right. Of, having of that the, screen up against your eyes. It is literally on your eyes, yes. I and mean, we're going to have to have a 4 or 8K screen yeah. inside that thing. And that's going to happen we, with time. Yeah. It's going to happen with time, absolutely. But like, we're not at a point where that's going to happen with smartphones. Like, It'll happen with smartphones first. We're already seeing 2K phones and that kind of stuff. But it is a huge drain on battery life. And when you're talking about games, to power a game to run at that kind of resolution is something that like high-end gaming rigs are able to do right now. And even then, the graphics are what we see now. So yep. it's not gonna. It's gonna be a while before we see that. That's what's gonna. Also, I think make it more of a mainstream thing for for gaming. I do think that VR can kind of go for the blue ocean strategy that the Wii went for. Yeah, which is that VR can get people playing games who would normally never play a game. Like there's gonna be you know in in time like your Call of Duties and that kind of stuff in VR, just like those games exist now but you're gonna see like puzzle games or like the um there's that what was that game where you it has a contraption on your hand and you static. have to use static yeah there's a game called static and you have you're holding the playstation 4 controller and in the virtual world it's a contraption that is caught on your hands but it feels natural because it's caught in your hands as if you're holding a ps4 controller like it's right. kind of that same feeling but you're hitting the buttons the PS4 controller to work with that contraption to find a way to get it off your hands. So I think unique experiences like that that aren't combat-based is what's going to help at least the gaming side of VR kind of get pushed into that that mainstream. 
but I don't see that happening when people look at it and go, oh, this is a noticeably not as sharp experience. Like, for example, Resident Evil 7 is a gorgeous game. It is immersive in VR for sure, but it definitely does not look nearly as good. No. So I think those are some hurdles we're going to have to to fight. I like to think of it as we will look at kind of what games look like in VR right now, the same way we look at early 3D games on like the PlayStation 1, where it's like, ooh, I can't believe I thought that was good looking. Yeah. It definitely is not. But at the time, that was mind-blowing. You're like, oh "Oh my god, that's so crazy. And there are are games through art style that kind of get away with it. Like Again, like Super Hot. I think that's like the marquee game for me of VR right now. Because it's stylized, it works. But as soon as you get to something realistic or you're trying to get immersed in a story, there's definitely a sense of, I'm playing an old game right now. But it doesn't... It, the VR kind of makes up for that that experience for us because we're kind of hardcore techies, early adopters. Well, you're yep. an early adopter of VR, at least I'm not. Yeah, you're a coward. Hey, speaking of <laughs> marquee game, mm-hmm. there's a subscriber interrogative. That's totally. I said this like I was drunk. There's a subscriber interrogative. You sounded like me in the podcast earlier. There's a subscriber interrogative that asks, "Hey, if I'm picking up VR for the first time, what should be my first batch of games?" So I picked a list of games. Yeah, you should go on this one because you have a lot more experience than I do. I picked a list that. of games. Most of them are available on all three big gaming ones, whether it's Oculus, say, HTC Vive. If you Vive, say Rush of Blood, I'm going to flip. That game is hold not on, up there. Hold on, hold on, Or PlayStation VR. And I picked a little bit of something from, like, the kind of stand out from this genre, stand out from that genre. So something from each genre to make kind of a, a comprehensive list of games. So here's here's what I got as far as what you should pick up if you're a new VR owner or if you're looking to get VR and kind of wondering what's the best shit number one holden just said it's super hot that is yeah. by far maybe not by say, far holden just said it rush of blood I'm no. Like, no super hot <laughs> super hot is that game uh we talked about it a couple of weeks ago where time moves when you move and that means your head your hands and it is a kind of a puzzle game not really but more of like it's the first game that has Real good feeling combat in VR, whether it's punching, stabbing, throwing a coffee cup at someone's head, or shooting, and it feels super awesome. Like being able to, they're one of my favorite moments in VR ever is when you're standing on this bridge in super hot, and two guys are coming at you with katana swords, and then two guys are behind them, I think, with guns or something like that, and like you punch one of the guys with the katana sword, take a sword. And you can kind of like cut his head off and then swing it across the other side, cut the other guy's head off, grab his katana sword, and then throw the other katana sword to get the guy with the gun and throw the other katana sword to get the other guy with the gun. And it's just, yep. it's so satisfying as it plays out. And I know that and sounds like you... a really small moment, and it is a small moment, but it's unbelievably satisfying. Yeah. And the, the first moment when you shoot someone and they drop their gun and it flies up and you catch it in midair and then turn around and shoot somebody else with it, like... Mm-hmm. God, you feel like such a badass in that game. Yeah, it's the most convincing VR game as well. I think a lot of that, like I said earlier, though, is the stylized graphics. So that is absolutely the first game you should pick up, no matter the gaming console that you have. Super Mm -hmm. hot VR. Is it available on all of them? It is, yeah. I guess it's PC and any PC hits that will work. Well, it's... It is Oculus. It is Oculus, but there is is an an app out there you can get for your computer that allows you to play Oculus games on your HTC headset. So that's smart because that whole fragmentation is so stupid when it's the yeah. same platform technically just not the right I mean, headgear you're wearing it. i get it it's business decision it's not a technology your business I'm number business. two the absolute most addicting game that you'll play is thumper yeah thumper is good that is a, a rhythm game where the sense of scale you get from it as well is incredible but that's the kind of game where it's just like, oh, man, just one more level. Just one more mm-hmm. level. Or I can go back and I can get that better than I did before. That game is addicting as fuck. And that's all I played for three weeks, even though I had, like, 20 games. Again, available a lot of different places. You can even buy it in not VR, but don't do that. That's stupid. Um, no, I have it not VR. It's, it's, if, you, if you don't have a VR headset, I think that game is worth buying still because it's only 20 bucks. But listen... You're buying it knowing there's a much better version out there that is so much better and immersive and cooler. 
And don't you want that? No. That's like buying a Volvo when you could have a Tesla. You know there's a Tesla out there waiting nope. for you. Nope. I am just going to disagree with you just for the sake nope. of disagreeing with you. Number three. This one, if you do not have a PlayStation VR, you can't use it yet. But shooting feels super great in Farpoint VR. Farpoint is PlayStation exclusive, and it comes if you can find it, the the PS Aim controller, uh, which is that kind of gun accessory that doesn't look like a gun, doesn't kind of feel like a gun when you're holding it, but then you're in VR and you're like, holy fuck, I'm holding a gun. So to get an idea of what shooting will be like and kind of first-person stuff in the future, Farpoint is a great intro to that. Kind of on that same vein, Resident Evil 7 is the first kind of like really big full game you can play completely in VR. It's the only AAA game that I can think of. That's a different topic. AAA means something different nowadays when we're talking about VR. Uh, But Resident Evil 7 right now is VR exclusive on... I guess it's a $60 game. It's the only $60 game that I can think of. Oh, no. There are so many $60 games. Really? Yeah. I thought they were all kind of... Farpoint is one of them. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll Eve Valkyrie. Oh, no, Eve Valkyrie just got a price up, but it was it was $60 okay. for about a year. All right, I'm wrong. I get it, Chet. I'm wrong. Yeah. I'm, I'm always You're very wrong. wrong. Um, so, yeah, Resident Evil 7 is eventually coming to other platforms, but it is first the first year of exclusivity mm-hmm. on PlayStation. Uh, for those of you puzzle-inclined, like Holden, I, I chose Static as the puzzle game. It's because so Because I think it is, it is more clever... And a tighter experience, and it's smarter than I expect you to die. So yeah, I, think, I really like. It. I expect you to die, but I think you're right. It is yeah. much more clever, and yeah, I agree. Yeah, so static, and that's the one Holden was talking about, where you're holding the controller, uh, and your your hands are trapped, and you got to figure out the puzzles in the room and on the thing to get out. That's a movie, not a VR. I've got two more. Batman. You gotta fucking go Batman to feel I like Batman. I never played Batman. No, you never played Batman because you're a coward that hates superheroes. I don't uh, superheroes. Batman Arkham VR, available on everything now. It was PlayStation exclusive for a while, but available on everything now. And my god, the first time you put that cowl on and you throw a batarang, it's fucking great. You're Batman. You're Batman. Now you're missing the combat portion of it, which is what Superhot does so well. I've never wanted to punch somebody so hard in my life as when I put those Batman, that Batman costume on, but the rest of it is, is great. Excellent production values. Really, really incredible graphics as well. That's probably the most beautiful game I've played. Maybe Robinson the Journey? No, Batman's Another probably one better. Not played. Um, and then for a jolly good time and hella fun and scary, Until Dawn, Rush of Blood. Oh, God, why VR. did you mention it? It's not because good. Because everyone but good. you likes it. It's an on-rails shooter. It's yeah. so boring. You are riding a roller coaster, and you get the feeling of riding a roller coaster. This is one I where never it's got fun. The feeling of riding a roller coaster. That's because that. you were wasted as fuck when you played it. I played it many times at this point. No, you didn't. You yeah, played I played it one it, time. I played it once when I was, as you said, intoxicated, <laughs> and then I played yep. it again when I wasn't, and it still wasn't enjoyable. Well, you're just a pussy, so. Uh, everyone else, I've I've had and also has nothing probably to do with until dawn. twenty to twenty five people play that game, and you're the only one that hasn't enjoyed it. Well, so it's because I think the I'm rest right of the world is, right. is wrong. <laughs> nope, you're the beta here. So until dawn, rush of blood, it's super cool on rails. Get that roller coaster feeling. It's a shooting gallery. Uh, mm-hmm. It's an on rails, boring ass trite shooter. Don't listen to Holden. Holden also doesn't <laughs> like Uncharted, so. No, no, no. I See didn't care is. for Uncharted 1 through 3 because I got to them way too late. See, Uncharted 4 is you. one of the best Holden games. Holden does not like Uncharted. You, didn't, you totally talked over my last nope, point. That's, nope. Uncharted 4 Holden is one of the best Holden does not like Uncharted and he's a beta and he's a coward pussy. So, Well, Chad didn't like so there you go. The Breath of the Wild. If you're getting, so, if you're getting mm. VR for the first time, <laughs> Super Hot, Resident Evil 7, Thumper, Static, Farpoint, Batman, Arkham VR, Until Dawn, Rush of Blood, if those are available on your platform. Until is also another PlayStation exclusive. I don't disagree with anything on that list, but I think that, besides Rush of Blood, I think I would replace Rush of Blood with, and this, I guess, by your standard of a different game from kind of each yeah, genre. Yeah, I want to get a little something for everybody. This kind of has already been done in terms of genre, but Super Hypercube, I think, is a really solid VR game as well. Oh, yeah, that's like kind of like an honorable mention, Super mm-hmm. Hypercube. That's another, I think, oh, that thing was 40 bucks. Was it really 40 bucks? Yeah. VR games are expensive, man. 
Well, yeah. Because they're not, they're not going to have a big right install now. base. They're going to make their money back somehow. Yeah, no, it makes sense. How much is Super Hot VR? Was that 25? Uh, I think it was 20 for that and then 20 for the regular. It's 25 for the regular, so it's probably 25 then it was for the 25 VR then. That, yeah. yeah. Well, that's all good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I love I love VR for when I play. I with love it. lamp. Is that the end of our show? Do lamp? we have any other shit? I, I, did we go through that already? I think we went through that already. Um, let's see. Let me look at the show. Notes. Ending it with a bang, not a whimper. We always end with bangs. Uh, yeah, we we got that all. There's a Tyrannosaurus of it. Rex right there. Hey, do you guys know what the Tyrannosaurus Rex makes? The Santa makes? No. Tell me, Chad. Roar! I'm a dinosaur. Roar! That is true. I true remember story. that scene in Jurassic Park. It was really scary. Yeah, and then right afterwards, they freak the fuck out because it's terrifying, and they go, shoot her! <laughs> yeah, Great see. movie. Speaking with best news of the whole week. Yeah? The director of Jurassic World is no longer doing episode on a Star Thank, Wars. I saw that. I saw that. Thank fuck. Oh. Colin Trevorrow, like, you know, Jurassic World was fun-ish. I didn't like it. But man, it was not a good movie. It wasn't a good movie. It was not a good movie. It... it made a shit ton of money i, I know we're not a video a movie podcast movie. but they're talking about bringing ryan johnson apparently to he's do doing it. episode eight i know they're also gonna have him do episode nine apparently okay i'm excited about that I believe it's great it. news i know i, I, believe, I, don't, I, I don't believe it either because he usually writes his movies as opposed to just directing them but chad's making really weird faces at me right I'm now not. i'm making the most beautiful face <laughs> anyone has ever seen shout out to rabid peach she's fucking hilarious as shit I was out of nowhere. Nope. Hey, have you gotten Yoshi yet? No, I think he's in the last world because I'm on the boss of the third world. Can't wait for Yoshi. There is a rabid Yoshi, though. I know there's a rabid Yoshi, and I lost my shit during that trailer when he threw up his gun. Because <laughs> <laughs> fucking, he's just like the rabid in the Yoshi outfit, and he just goes, and he just throws up his gun and shoots somebody with it. Like The way you get rabid it. Yoshi is the... Is my favorite way of getting one of the rabbits. I won't tell you what happens. Oh, you surprised. already have rabbit Yoshi? Yeah, I do. Okay, 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 okay. But you're never going to use them because you suck. Because I have a great team. <sighs> okay. All right. I think we're good. I think that that's concludes. Join our show us this next week. week for Split Screen Gaming Podcast Episode 28. Because this was 27. 27. 27. My age. I mean, technically, we've recorded more episodes the legal than that because we've age. had some like special episodes, but. We can no longer have a split screen giving podcast on our dad's health insurance. You have a dad? I do have a dad. I have a dad. Oh my gosh. Just one more thing we have in common I did not know about. Oh my god. Are we the same person? Wait. Does this make me an alpha? Did you spend quite a while in your mommy's tummy before you entered the world? I don't know about that. Ah. Thanks for listening, everybody. So, uh, Split Screen Gaming Podcast, follow us on all the goddamns. Check in next week. I won't have played more Destiny by then. Because I'm going on vacation, but uh, you're great. Love you. Kisses and hugs, hearts and sharts, shardy farts. Good night. And tiger lilies. I'm, I'm cutting that out of the podcast. <laughs>